Hey, when does the show start? Hey, wait a minute. <gasps> First, let's hear from our sponsors. Oh, okay. In just a minute. Manny Aurora, the Aurora Law Firm, or as many of you now know him as Mad Dog Manny Aurora, when he stops into the Golden Scissors studio, he is the best when it comes to criminal law. If you got any troubles and you need somebody, reach out to the Aurora Law Firm. TheAuroraLawFirm.com, all right? Located in Atlanta, Georgia, but practices nationwide. Now, if you got a question for Manny when he pops into the Golden Scissor Studio, you can call our hotline at 404-369-3825 or shoot us a message from our website, PodcastTheBS.com. Have you ever been watching TV and hear noises in your attic or your crawl space? Well, there's a good chance that's a squirrel or a rat, and it's invaded your home, and it's trying to make it its own. Can't have that. At Inspect All Pest Services, they offer full exclusion work to prevent this from happening and keep your home rodent-free. Whether it's squirrels, rats, bats, opossums, or raccoons, Inspect All Pest Services and the professionals that work there can keep your home safe. Rodents can carry disease. That's gross. That's bad. And can ruin homes or worse, start fires. Yeah, due to them constantly chewing on the wires. Can't have that either. Nobody wants that. So... Call Inspect All Pest Services today, 770-483-2420. Inspect All Pest Services, 770-483-2420. Make sure you're mentioning the BS because you're going to get 10% off your exclusion work. Save some cash, mention the BS. 770-483-2420. Son of a bitch. I just called to say you should subscribe to The Bailey Show and I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Nobody is going to save you now. If you like what you hear then get a full 7 days a week plus of new content by subscribing. Podcastthebs.com It's better than radio. (laughs) Wanna come to a party? The Bailey Show Podcast presents podcast and pours to Halliversary, Saturday, October 29th, starting after the UGA game at Tannery Row in Beaufort, Georgia. Live music from The Verb Pipe. I won't be held responsible. Also, the all-veteran band, Distinct Grace, a live DJ, a live recording of the BS, and two Halloween costume contests, totaling $1,000 in cash prizes. Dollar Store. Less is more. Halloween costume contest. $40 early bird ticket price while they last. And $100 for VIP, which includes free food and a drink. Join everyone from the BS Network as we celebrate Halloween, the one-year anniversary of the podcast, and Bailey getting fired. That's what's up! More details and to purchase tickets, go to podcastthebs.com. Podcastthebs.com. It's better than radio. (laughs) Every week, there are three stories that fall under the good, the bad, and the ugly. You know, I used to ride a horse to school. (laughs) Get learned with the good, the bad, and the ugly. All right, there it is, episode 45 of The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Thanks for being here. My name is Jason Bailey in the Golden Scissor Studio, all sponsored by Watkins Law Firm. Trial litigation attorneys, personal injury, wrongful death, contracts, and transactions 
Tyler Watkins and his crew. Tyler's a good dude, by the way. Uh, WatkinsLawFirm.LLC. WatkinsLawFirm.LLC, or you can call on the telly. On the telly. 770-648-4009. 770-648-4009. And there, in Playa del Carmen, Mexico, Nader Tater, the master masturbator. I'll get that Hola. right one of these days. Hola, como esta usted? Bien, bien. How you guys doing? Or how you doing? I know, really. It's 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 just it's just us. <laughs> it's just the rest of the show. You know, you launch a big Halloween party and everybody leaves you. That's just how it is. They don't want to be around for the uh, chitter chatter. Yeah. So Nikki has uh, like some work stuff, so she's going to be off the show for a while. And Brandon, I I have no idea. All these people with real jobs. Jesus. I know. <laughs> Like, you know, here's the th- it's like a rock band. If you want in on the rock band and you have faith in the rock band and you think everything's going to work out with the rock band, then you got to give up the, if they said in airheads, like you got to, you got to quit the toy store. You got to quit the pool business. <laughs> you know, this, this band's going to work. So, you know, you got to get out of the hotel industry. You got to get out of the fence industry, whatever. The, sh- the show is going to work. You just got to give it. We haven't even gotten a, well, I think we're just out of year. So, or no, we're coming. Are yeah, we, next month. Next month is a year. Okay. Yeah, October. All right. I saw a time. It's the party. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I, it wasn't on the, the exact day. That's right. October 25th is the day. I saw a picture of my time hop the other day of you setting up your studio in Mexico, I think. Is that what I mm-hmm. saw? Did I see that? Yeah, yeah. That's right, because I've lived here a year now. Yeah, but oh, so you were doing that for the uh, for the Black Cloud then? Yeah, because we've been doing that for what two years now. Has it has it been a long that long? Um, we're like professional. We're like podcast veterans. Yeah, right. We're like uh, yeah, because I think we're in the the eighties for um, Black Cloud episode eighty, almost nineties. So that's about a year and a half, I guess. Yeah, that's crazy. Two weeks in a year. Uh, well, before we get to the good, the bad, and the ugly, uh, podcast and pours two anniversary. We're well on our way for the big day, Saturday, October 29th. It uh, so I'm gonna I, I, I think I need to explain this every episode on the start time because uh, it, it says immediately following the UGA game. So we're doing it at Tannery Row in Buford, fantastic facility. Could not ask for a better facility to hold this this uh, this party. Um, they show the UGA games there. They've, they've got this humongous, it's not even a television. It's a screen that takes up the entire wall. And then they've got a bunch of big televisions around it. So like these, I think, 80-inch televisions that they have around the screen look like they're 13-inch televisions. That's how big this screen is. And it's directly behind the stage, and they have tables set up. So you can go early for free. And get in and watch the UGA game at Tannery Row and just wait for the party. Either bring your stuff with you or, you know, I guess you could probably come dressed or half-dressed if you want. And then what they'll do is when the UGA game is over, because that's the big UGA Florida game, when that game is over, which will be around 7.30-ish, it's a 3.30 start time, then they're going to usher people out without tickets. And if you have a ticket, just show... Uh, the people at Tannery Row on your phone, you've got a ticket for Podcast and Pours 2. And the way that that works is our tickets are being distributed by Eventbrite, 
And once you purchase your tickets, you will get an email confirmation with a QR code. If you want, you can print them out old school, not a problem. Or you can just leave it on your phone, take a screenshot, put it in your notes. I don't know if you can save it into your wallet or not, but, you know, and just bring it and they'll just scan it when you get there. So just to make things easier for you. So we have the Verve Pipe headlining Halloversary. This is so badass, dude. I am such a Verve Pipe fan. Um, and, and to be able to book them for a podcast party, <laughs> you shut up, <laughs> you shut up. <laughs> also performing is our friends in the all veteran band distinct grace. They actually have a new album out. Chuck Lunsford, the uh, lead singer, he, uh, he's going to be joining me uh, on the show for, for, for a couple of these shows coming up, but they're a really fun party band, very Southern bluesy rock. Uh, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. And so they're going to open things up. We'll have a live DJ. We'll have two different uh, Halloween costume contests, including the, let me find it on my thing. I'm on a different page because I know everybody wants to hear it. Yes, they do. Dollar store. Yes, it's <laughs> Halloween costume contest. I know everybody wants to hear it. It's on the last page of my little bed things there anyway so uh we'll have that and that'll be a winner take all 500 prize and then we'll have a uh just a generic halloween costume contest for so there's going to probably be people there that have no idea what we're doing and or who we are and all that stuff because you know it's open to the public so we'll have one for people that just show up or you can enter both if you want um I'll explain on Friday's show how I'm thinking of doing the Halloween costume contest because I know that's how we've done it in the past with the radio show. You know, we'd go to the dollar store, we do this. This one I'm going to, I think in the podcast world, I can trust trust you more. I don't, yeah. think, I don't think I need to keep my eagle eye on you as, uh, as close as I did on the radio show. So uh, I'll explain that more on the Friday show. $40 early bird special for the tickets. That price will go up uh, at a certain point in time. Not today, not tomorrow, but sooner than later. So get your tickets at $40. VIPs, 100 That includes free food and a drink ticket. Uh, I got to tell you, the VIP definitely capping it off at a certain amount. I'm already half sold out of VIP. Uh, actually, by today, more than half sold out of VIP. So if that's something that interests you and you want to get in on that, then I would highly suggest you go to podcastthebs.com. Nate put together this amazing site for podcast and pours too. I mean, I could not. You did such a tremendous job putting that together in such a short period of time. You should go to school for web design. You really should. <laughs> <laughs> it's on my list. I'm waiting. <laughs> you, you, you did a bang up job. It's cool. Oh, and, I, and I like how you put the videos up there. You embedded the videos. So you have, you know, the freshman from the Verve Pipe, their big head. And so people are like, oh, I can't be held responsible. She fell in love in the first place. For the love of me. Oh my God. And you're singing it. You're like, I get to go see him live and hang out with the BS network and everybody. This is going to be great. Uh, we'll do a live recording of the show. That'll be early in the evening. Like uh, we'll do uh, one, like as soon as the UGA game's over, we'll be set up and we're going to start to, um, we'll, we'll record and, uh, and then, you know, get ready for a distinct grace. So I think I got everything. Um, if you want to be a sponsor, also podcast, the and the podcast and pours two page, 
There's a place uh, that you can be a sponsor. It's really simple stuff. We'll have a very large area offset of the main concert hall called the Haunted uh, Haunted, Haunted Vendor Village. And I'm going to put, you know, we'll have a merch table in there, and I'm going to put uh, our sponsors' tables in there as well. And then you'll be able to give out things if you want. You could sell things if you want, I guess. And if, uh, you know, I don't care. I'm not taking any of it. So you, you can, you know, shake hands, promote, do whatever you want to do um, in the Haunted Ven- Vendor Village. And f- I don't want to talk about pricing for sponsorship on the air, but it, it does include two VIP tickets. I will tell you that. So the price of your table includes two VIP tickets. And it all goes to nice. a good cause. Us. Free food. <clears throat> yeah, and free food. Yeah, so this is going to be really, really cool. I uh, cannot thank Tannery Row and Mike Neal, especially, over at Tannery Row. Th- this guy, <clears throat> I'm like, where have you been my whole career? I, 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 I don't think I've ever worked with a guy so proactive, so smart. He's got, believe it or not, he's got common sense. What? I know. It's a very <laughs> rare find these days. He's got he and I think so much alike, it's not even funny. And 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 he's just he, he's he's just doing such an f- amazing job. I mean, he's done this a million times over again. He's making it look easy. And I'm actually learning from him a lot of stuff. And uh he's been f- phenomenal. Like I feel like I need to get him something at the end of all this. Like an edible <laughs> arrangement or something. Uh, anyway, uh, get your tickets like now, please. Podcast and Pours 2, Halliversary, headlining the Verve Pipe, Saturday, October 29th, immediately following the UGA game, Tannery Row, Buford, Georgia, podcastbs.com. There you go. I think I got all the information out. It's important. We need, we, need a, we need a crowd. That'll be an upcoming black cloud is this whole yeah. thing. Well, and it's funny, ironically, that is the... I mean, I didn't meet you, obviously, but I met like Brandy and I believe Lindsay was there also. Um, that was I first uh, came up to hang out with the the show uh, when before I moved to Atlanta for a Halloween party. That's right, and we hosted a Halloween party there. Yeah, it was. I think we, there was like a casino night or something going on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was the first time I had kind of hung out in Atlanta. Yeah, uh, Morton Anderson, the former kicker for the Atlanta Falcons, was there. Yeah, getting tore up at the bar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, where they had that, uh, the, where they used to have the casino set up, that's where VIP mm. is now. Oh, cool. Yeah, and they've done, they've done some really cool things, like they put in like this golf thing over there, and it's it's really neat. But uh, I have had some people from our uh, former life reach out to me and ask for tickets. <laughs> but I think I think they're afraid to show up or get get caught because I guess there's a bat. I I guess I'm a, I'm blackballed. That that's I don't know what I did to get blackballed. I think that's a little harsh. You could not like me, but to get blackballed I think is absurd. Uh, so uh, I guess I'm blackballed. It's like if you associate with me, you're you're the enemy. You're the devil. Well, our slogan is better than radio, and we've been saying it for a year, so they're probably not happy about that. Well, I mean, <laughs> a good way to get blackballed. But but how egotistical are you to think that it's all about you? It's not all about you. It's it's the concept. Yeah, it, I, yeah. I, I'm not after one person in particular. That's uh, that's a waste of time. You know, if you have if one person consumes your life, that's on you. You know, my whole thing is an overall theme is the concept of how great radio used to be. And there are stations that still do it right. Don't get me wrong. 
I just I'm talking from my experience. I I think that we have we've let the listeners down. The radio industry. I'm I'm speaking for the entire radio industry and every radio personality slash DJ that exists. That I'm going to lead the charge and bring back to the people what radio used to be, which was a lot of fun, less ego, no bullshit, the political stuff out the window, and we had a good time. And it was all about you worked for CDs and chicks. That's what it was all about. Why'd you get in? You ask any old school radio guy, I guarantee none of them will tell you they got in it for the money. They got in it for the love of the game. They got bit by the bug, quote unquote, and they got in it to get girls. It's just like starting a band, right? Because chicks loved radio DJs back in the day. And when I say back in the day, I'm just talking like the early 2000s. <laughs> it's like it wasn't that long ago. And you got in it for free CDs, which are non-existent. They don't send you CDs anymore. Yeah. Now it's a digital download. But the music director, which those don't exist anymore either, his office was lined with these cool uh, rectangular boxes that had like 20 CDs in them, brand new. You could smell it. And then the promotions department thought they were clever and they'd put stickers on at the radio station so you knew you got them, where you got them from. And and then you would sneak in and grab one. You'd ask first, and then he'd always say, Well, hold on, we got giveaways to do. And I'm like, okay. And then, then we'd go in and steal one. <laughs> you sneak them. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get to the good, the bad, the ugly. Let's learn you a little bit. Good, bad, and the ugly. Three news stories from the past week that fit under the categories. Good, bad, and the ugly. You get to get learned just a little bit. Here's your first one. Good. The good. It's over. The pandemic. So says uh, JB, Joe Biden. President Joe Biden says the pandemic is over. He was doing a quote-unquote rare interview with 60 Minutes, and they asked him about it, and he said, you know, uh, the pandemic is over. We still have a problem with COVID. We're still doing a lot of work on it, but the pandemic is over. This all while WHO, World Health Organization, has not yet declared an end to the pandemic. The director general did say last week that the end is in sight, uh, which is a good thing. So, the, I mean, I think we all can agree that the idea of what we went through as a pandemic is done, right? We're not in lockdown. Right. We're not forced to wear masks. You know, we're not arguing with each other over fucking masks anymore. I mean, like, we've come yeah. so far. Yeah, all the the uh, Facebook doctors have retired and they've turned into political analysts. So, there you go. <laughs> Correct, yes. That's exactly what's going on. Uh, but I bring this story up, one, because, you know, like, if you take it for face value, which you should never take a news story for face value. Never, ever should you ever hear anything on the news or see anything on the Internet and take it for what it is. You should always research it, look into it, and uh, and then even a lot of times come to your own opinion. But in this case, if you read it for face value, the pandemic is over. So I bring this up because, Nate, if you remember when this whole thing started, my intuition for this pandemic was pretty spot on like a lot of the things that i said were going to happen they happened even you know obviously before they happened and one of the things that i said in it was like the middle actually it was during lockdown I, i believe when we were recording in my back room i said that when this pandemic is done or or i said how do you announce when a pandemic's done like what did they do in the early 1900s with the what spanish flu I don't think there ever was an announcement there. It just kind of 
tapered off, right? And, I, and, I, and, and it was a question of how is this going to be done? And I suggested that it needs to be big fanfare, right? It needs to be a, we have breaking news. The president of the United States has something to say. Over to you, Joe. And, oh, no, 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 what am I going to say? Uh, the pandemic is over. Excuse me, I messed myself. And then, and then it goes black, you know. And then, no, go like the way we used to end television at midnight. And then that's yeah. It. But that it was kind of like you, you had to see the news story. You had to watch sixty minutes. They didn't really tease it. I don't think. Uh, I think there needs to be more fanfare. It needs to be bigger, right? Well, I think he announced it, but I feel like everyone has felt like it's really honestly been over since the the Ukraine war. That's when we all started diverting our attention from the pandemic to something else. So we've already gone through a bunch of other things since the the major part of the pandemic. So I think as soon as we started paying attention to other shit, then, then it was over. Because um, I don't know how many people really, I didn't even hear about this, honestly. So See? I don't know how ma- many people paid attention to it. But in 1918, yeah, I mean, there probably was an announcement, but I don't think they had 60 minutes back then. So I don't know if uh, there's probably any video from a news thing. Billy's coming on the horse. He's got a big announcement. Yes, Billy, what is it? Sorry, folks. I just came from up north and I got a message. It says the pond. Pondy. The sickness stuff's done. It's done. <laughs> Thanks, Billy. All right, I got to get back. So maybe that's how it went down. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. But uh, it's, you know, it's probably in the newspaper. Yeah, you know, I wish more people would look around them after going through i don't care what you believe in. i don't care if you think it's real i don't care if you think it's fake i don't care if you think it was leaked i don't care about any of that stuff all i care about is what is in front of us we were locked down our economy went to shit because of this virus right now i don't want to hear the arguments that's not what i'm getting at here i don't want to hear well it wasn't for that damn you know look that's not what's not what i want to do here i'm just saying it was what it was all right, we, we couldn't go out. The streets were empty. Very similar to when the skies were empty. It was an eerie, eerie feeling. You know, we had to wear masks. Our, our way of life changed. We don't like when our way of life changes because we're Americans. And, you know, we are, for the most part, feel entitled to what we have. You know, there's a great line in the Book of Eli, the movie with Denzel Washington and Mila Kunis. Have you ever seen that movie? Uh, yeah, I've seen part of it. Yeah, I do know. I know the the gist of it, though. Fantastic movie. So the apocalypse has happened. The world has ended. He's got a special book, uh, the Bible, that he needs to take uh, to keep it safe. But it's the only one in existence. And if anybody gets a hold of the Bible, then they'll gain power because they'll have, you know, the word of the Lord and people will listen to them and so on and so forth. Because at this time now, people have only heard of the Bible, but they don't know anything about the Bible. So... Anyway, he, he, he goes to this town where he first meets Mila Kunis, and he, they, they want him to stay. The, the bad people run this town. And so they lock, they, they put him in a room, they lock it, but they send Mila Kunis in to have sex with him to try to convince him to stay. 
and get, you know, find out who this guy is. Well, he's not that type of person. So he just says, she goes, oh, I'm going to get beat if I leave. So he's like, we'll stay. So they start talking about the, the way the world used to be, our world today. And she asks Denzel Washington, she says, what happened? And, or what was it like? It was one of the, either one of the two lines, like what happened or what was it like? And his response was, we had more than what we needed. And that's such a great line. Going back to my point of the pandemic is we always have more than what we need, right? We, we just take it for granted. It's. Oh yeah. Recently. That's what I'm saying. But, yeah. but no, we, no, we've always taken for granted the more we have. I mean, we, we like we, we get up in the morning, we live in a free country, we can get on the internet, we can blast people, we can say whatever we want with no repercussions. We, we can do all these things, right? When it comes down to when we're handcuffed, like in the pandemic, and we're told, you stay home, you don't go to work, you work from your computer, you have to wear a mask in these stores. I don't care if you don't like it, you know, that, hence we're caring. So our way of life changed. When our way of life changes, it rattles our cages. Um, but I, I just wish, going back to my point is, I wish people could look around, like go to a concert, go to a movie theater, go to the mall, go to anywhere where there's more than 20 people and go, this is cool, right? This It's, it's just the little things like that. Every concert that I've been to, I've had that aha feeling where I've just looked around, especially when you're there not to worry about anything else in the world. You're there for music, man. Music is pure. And you're there, and, and thousands of people are singing the same song in unison, asses to elbows. And that's what it's all about. You just got to take that in, and you got to absorb it. And you go, man, this is this is a really good moment in, in my life. Just watching people do that. People think I'm cheesy when I talk like this. But it's it's an appreciation for the little things, you know. I don't know. So yeah, it's it's one of those like uh, you don't know what you have till it's gone. Sure, you know, like we were all comfortable. I was actually God, what was it? I can't remember. If it was a a podcast or an article I was reading. They were talking about some author, and he had, or maybe he's a historian. I don't know, but he uh, he had analyzed like every civilization for the last three thousand years, and there's this like cycle that every civil it doesn't matter what country continent what type or time of uh period time period it was in it always goes through this cycle and we go through this um good times and then there's dark times and and it's basically because we get we have like you said we have too much we get too comfortable and bad times are inevitable it doesn't matter no civilization has learned this cycle we just repeat it everybody just it, it just happens again and so it looks like you know we had too too long of a good time we got too complacent you know we're, we're not not like we we should have to struggle but we're not struggling through life we got you know we're able to like you said argue on the internet and we got all you know fast food and this and that and everybody's just too comfortable and uh it, it looks like the darker times are coming yeah well if you want to go jump into the conspiracy world that would be where the new world order comes into play where they self-check the world you know i mean you remember when katrina hit new orleans uh mm. you you had these 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 Bible thumpers, these extremist Bible thumpers, they're going, well, that's just the way the Lord's weeding out the population. You know, we've just got too many people. You're like, what the fuck did you just say out loud? Like, that's horrible. <laughs> you got people drowning. You got people on their top of their houses. Well, you know, that's just the way it's, it's, uh, what's the word? Um, what's the term? 
when not genocide, but when you when you uh, something something. There's two words that I'm th- trying to think of right now. Wait to do what? When weed out the population. Oh, um, like uh, like survival of the fittest kind of thing, like Darwinism. Yeah, but there's a ter- there's a ton to ton. There's a term. Somebody's listening right now. They'll. <laughs> I'm sure. Tell me what it, what what the term is. I'm trying to think of. So, but according to uh, uh, Big Bide, we're 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 good, right? Pandemic's over, which I think we all kind of know. I, yeah. I I don't walk outside of my house afraid. You know, when I see the stories yeah. of people passing away of COVID, which I still see. I saw a young man, like in his 30s, pass away of COVID. You know, I don't get as freaked out as I did two years ago, right? So, yeah, it's good. I feel like I'm healthy and I'm good and. I got my boosters. I got my vaxes, and I, I guess that's all we need. Even though I, I, I really am kind of like skeptical about this whole vax booster thing. Like, there's no really talk about it anymore. Remember when we first got vax? They're like, "Yeah, probably about every six, seven, eight months, you're gonna have to go back in." Uh, I haven't heard anything. Like, I've got a call. Nobody said anything to me. They're like, just keep yeah. going. Well, and I just think the variants have gradually mutated to not be as strong, which I, I guess is typical. So. Um, I mean, you can see it with the main one. And then there was, what was the first variant? I mean, obviously it would have been an alpha, but what was, do you remember the first one that was like mainstream, was like Delta or something? Oh, dude, I, it's, it's been, yeah, and then there was so Omicron or whatever, but as they've gone on, they've gradually and gradually got weaker. So I just think they're, the variants are so weak now. You don't need a booster for it. I mean, you're going to get sick, but you know, hopefully, you know, you could be okay. Turn on my light here. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like a girl doing makeup. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let's hear from our sponsors. Watkins Law Firm, trial and litigation attorneys. So if it's personal injury, wrongful death, contracts and transactions, landlord and tenant disputes, or just general civil litigation, Watkins Law Firm dot LLC is where you need to go. Get a hold of Tyler Watkins, Watkins Law Firm dot LLC. And here's Tyler's tip of the day. In Georgia, just because you don't like the performance of another party does not mean you can refuse to perform yourself. What I mean is that if someone comes over to paint your house and you don't like the paint job, you can't just refuse to pay them. Unfortunately, you have to pay them and then sue them for breach of contract. Get a hold of Tyler Watkins, WatkinsLawFirm.LLC, serving all of Georgia. Next time, talk to Tyler. Hey, fellas, the older we get, the harder it gets. Talking about weight loss, testosterone, muscle growth, sexual health, pain and joint management, so on and so forth. Well, I'm here to tell you, Nubertese Men's Wellness League in Sandy Springs, Georgia, is your men's wellness facility. Whether it is testosterone maintenance or weight loss program, uh, sexual health. 50% of all men over 40 experience some kind of sexual dysfunction. Pain and joint management, you name it. Menswellnessleague.com is the website you need to go to. It says schedule a call. They'll call you and walk you through it. Get started on your journey to overall wellness today. And for a limited time, Nuberty is offering its full wellness combine for only $99. That's $200 off the regular price. Plus, if you sign up and mention my name, Bailey, or the BS Podcast, you'll get a complimentary vitamin cocktail valued at $150. Menswellnessleague.com. Son of a bitch. I just called to say you should subscribe to The Bailey Show, and I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Nobody is going to save you now. If you like what you hear, then get a full seven days a week plus of new content by subscribing. Podcastthebs.com. It's better than radio. And back to you, Jason. All right, so that's the good. How about some bad? The bad. 
There's a meteorologist who has been fired for appearing on adult webcam site. And the guy's uh, gay, openly gay. He's a two-time Emmy nominee. His name is Eric Adami or Adame, A-D-A-M-E. And he took to Instagram earlier in the week to address this recent termination, saying that he wants to share his truth. You don't know my truth. (laughs) I want to tell you my truth. Uh, Rather than let others control the narrative of my life. Good for you. He says he secretly appeared on an adult webcam website while still being employed with Spectrum News New York One, stating he acted out his compulsive behaviors while at home by performing on camera for other men. Uh, Eric claims the interactions were 100% consensual, noting he didn't make any money for the things he did on camera, which I'm sure he regrets now. He goes on to apologize to his employers at Spectrum, who eventually found out about his actions, as well as his audience, family, friends, and coworkers for any embarrassment he's caused. Uh, that was nice of him. He makes it clear, though, I don't apologize for being openly gay or for being sex positive. Sex po- what is What's sex positive? That just like... It just means like... Uh... Um, like your sexual prowess, like you're uh, not sex addict, but you enjoy sex. Oh, okay. Uh, like, did- um, like Maitland Ward, like she's doesn't matter. If she, she was fine with, she's proud of what she does. Yeah. Okay. What's the, there's nothing wrong with that. No, no. that's why he's proud of it. Yeah. Good looking gay guy too. I gotta tell you. Yeah. Yeah. That's why he's on the news. He gives a final message to potential future employers saying, Please judge me on the hundreds, thousands of hours of television that I am so proud of, not the couple of minutes of salacious video that is probably going to soon define me in, out, clickbait culture. And he's right. It will for a while. You know, he'll get a pass like about a, maybe a year or so. It'll pass over, maybe change his name. That'd probably be a good idea. That's just how it is. Just give yourself some time. But it's bad the guy got fired for it, you know. But I guess when, you know, you, um, you know, when you, when, I guess when you're on television and you do something, you know, freaky like that, it's not a good representation of the brand. I mean, that's what it comes down to. It's not that they're anti-gay. It's not that they hate this guy, you know. I mean, maybe they were looking for a way to get at, get him out. Uh, who knows? I have no idea. But I guess it's 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 a case by case basis. Now, if this guy were in movies or something, it would make a difference. You'd be like, well, that's just what fucking Hollywood does, right? You're just fucking crazy. You're just nutty. You go out there and you're jerking dudes off on the internet. I don't know whatever he's doing, you know. But when you're the news guy, you can't really go back and, and and be credible on the news and be like, hello, everybody, I'm Eric. Yes, I'm the same guy you saw jerk five guys off last night on a webcam. But today, it's all about the weather in Buffalo. You know, it just doesn't roll. It just doesn't work. <laughs> so, yeah, but I mean, who, who cares? Like, I mean, do, do you think nobody has sex and nobody on TV has sex? Yeah, it's a perception thing. You know, we'll never get past that. But it's 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 it depends on the job. It's the same. You know, well, I say that, but the, it's the hypocrisy is there. You can have a president of the United States uh, be an adulterer, cheat on his wife, fuck an intern, which is so not me too friendly, and still be president. I mean, that's just crazy. It's yeah. just absolutely nuts that all the things like 
out of all the presidents of the United States, I mean, there's all, everybody sues each other, right? I mean, look at what Trump's going through now. And none of us, know, it's just, it's a, it's a back and forth thing where they just have to hate each other and drag all of us into it. And you just don't know what's true. With Clinton, we knew it was true. And if, and I'm not, I guess pun maybe intended, but that is a huge stain on our office. Like you and her dress. Yeah, exactly. You can't <laughs> have somebody of that power do that in the Oval Office. Like, but you say, well, he, he's a guy. He's well, he's married, first off. But there's some type of conservative pure there there has to be a a flat line. There has to be something uh quote unquote normal for certain jobs, especially the president of the United States. You know, you can't be like like a guy snorting lines and smoking weed and be like, dude, a lot of people snort lines and definitely smoke weed. Why can't the president do it? You know, so there has to be that kind of stuffy, conservative, purist line there. Yeah, well, and I, I mean, it's ruined now uh, if, after Clinton and then, you know, the things Trump has done and said and everything. We, it, it seems like nobody cares. There, There is no line for the president. So why is there for a news guy? Like, it just uh, kind of doesn't make sense. Well, the, the president's the presidential position. I mean, the, the longer we live, the more we know has has always been, you know, a lot of smoke and mirrors going back to the very early days. I mean, yes, they love this country, uh, you know, our forefathers, but they love this country because they hated the British more. You know, I mean, of course you're going to love yeah. the country. It's, just, it's not like it was sitting there with all the, the, the fruit of all loins of just available for you. You know, they had to build something from scratch. So, of course, you know, it was very patriotic. This is what we want. But it was also about power and control. And they they built these offices for power and control. Uh, religious persecution for power, control. Um, you know, it's just that's how it's always been. Not just in our country, but for, for every country. It's just yeah. power and control, you know, power, control, money. That's what, that's what everybody wants. So um, yeah. I, I can understand when you, when you embarrass the brand, you, I get it. You but get why, it. but I, but why is it embarrassed? It's on some like no name site that nobody even heard about and still hasn't heard about. Like, this isn't like national news. This is like probably super local. And, and I don't think anybody even care, especially in New York. Like, I don't think they care. So do you think that they should have just suspended him? And had him apologize for those that he did offend, but we're going to move forward. No, because I, I mean, like you said, it's a case by case basis. In this case, I don't think he embarrassed anybody. Nobody, nobody knew about it. I mean, like what, obviously somebody's out to get him because there's some gay dude on a gay site that took screenshots and posted it somewhere. But where was it posted? Nobody saw it. It wasn't a mainstream embarrassment or anything. Dude, dudes has sex outside of his his job. Okay, so does everybody else. Well, Nobody got, ever saw the video. Have you seen the video? I haven't. Well, I've got the still shots as my screensaver. <laughs> <laughs> it's my background. It's my background. It's what I got. It's my background. Uh, no, I mean, like, I, I get it from the, the corporate standpoint, from the dude, like, from me, I, I don't care personally. Like, he, let me give you an example. There, There's somebody in the radio business that I know very well that early in their career worked for a radio show that did a really stupid promotion. And it was when the Nintendo Wii came out and they did hold your pee for Wii. 
and I know what the who the the brains behind the operation. I know the mentality, what they were thinking, because I all radio people, well, the, the the creative radio people think the same way. It's a lot of times you just start with a name. Like if you can get a catchy name, then you can build something around it. Uh, I learned a valuable lesson from my my buddy Bubba Ray Dudley. He says everything has got to have a payoff, and you start with the payoff and work your way backwards. And I was like, oh, okay. So you don't start with the, you know, how you're going to begin it. You don't start with the execution. You start with the payoff. And so they did this this contest where they got listeners and they had to hold their pee, like you know, like a bladder bust type of night, right? And and whoever held their pee the longest, and I guess they had to continuously drink water, then they got to win the Nintendo Wii. And it was big promotion, very original, I will say that. No doubt about that. Well, anyway, someone dies. One of the listeners dies. And the show show gets fired, obviously. Station company gets sued, I'm sure. They probably settled and blah, blah, blah. But I know a person on that show, she changed her name. And she went on and had a very successful career, still has a very successful career. But people don't remember that. You know, you don't, yeah. you don't, you don't go to the next market and bring it up. <laughs> you might know me as, you don't do that. Um, but, yeah. but very few people. Uh, you know, uh, the guy that I got hired uh, up in Atlanta, here in Atlanta, he went to jail for six months for almost killing his wife and dogs. Right? Yeah. You know, yeah. I, and I was the one that got him the job here. I was never very close with him. Do do I do, do I think what he did was wrong? Absolutely, especially the type of dogs they were, the kind of dogs that I have, Cavaliers. But for the job, I knew he was the best guy for the job because he's very good at radio, and so I suggested him based off of his talent, not his his criminal his criminal life, you know, <laughs> which I thought was a very cool thing for me to do. Even though he got upset with me when the station was sold to the Christian people. <laughs> He's like, thanks for, yeah. thanks for the fucking gig, <laughs> Bailey. <laughs> I think he was joking. <laughs> yeah, of course. Well, I mean, but that just goes to show, like, the we thing, most people don't know that story, Don't could not even ever tell you who, who was involved in it. Yeah. And the same thing with, uh, you know, the guy who got hired that's common knowledge and, and and he's still getting jobs everywhere. So I, I think it's just a corporate um, overreaction where they think people are going to not listen because, you know, somebody did something in their private life or in their past or whatever. Nobody fucking cares anymore. Everybody's private life is on the internet now and streamed and everything. It's, it's kind of gone out the window where people are going to like boycott something because, you know, somebody had sex online or, you know, got arrested one time in their life. That I agree with. I, I, it's going to take, it'll, it'll be more or less, I think when we're elderly, but eventually that's going to change. I mean, we, we, I was thinking about this the other day, how far we've come with accepting things that 30 years ago would have just not even been a conversation of acceptance. Uh, Words that we use programming on television. um, Actually radio's going the opposite way, which is weird. Uh, So I can't throw that into, into the pros, the positives, but you know, it's, we're, we're, we've adjusted. We've, you know, I would say things as a kid just to get under my grandmother's skin. I mean, we're talking about a woman that was born in the early 1900s, but I would say things and she'll, that's, that's vulgar. That was the word she used. That's vulgar. And grandma's not vulgar, but I would say, I'd say hell or damn it. Or I remember, I, I remember when I was four years old, I said, damn it. She said something to me and I said, damn it, Graham. And she smacked me across the face. The only time I can remember my grandmother ever hitting me. And she's because that was a cuss word to her. 
and I and, I, and I'm four, and I was disrespectful, and I offended her, and she slapped the shit out of me. Good for her, you know. Uh, she shoved uh, soap down my my mouth when I was like uh, I think five or six. I was mad at her, so I peed on her carpet. Yeah. <laughs> what a dick, right? <laughs> why, why, would you, yeah, why would you do that? <laughs> I just fucking started like, screw you, Graham. Pee. Josh, what are you doing? Put your ding ding away. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. All right. Well, that guy, uh, I don't know. He'll get a job. I still don't know what he did. And let's be real. You got paid. You're not going on the internet on some gay site and not getting paid for it. Uh, I don't know. He, I, like the, the vibe that I kind of got was that uh, he got caught up in the, in, in the moment and maybe like on a buddy with a buddy or on a buddy's webcam or like, like it wasn't like a paid site or anything like that. You know, it was just like, Hey, let me, let's just get, let's just do it. I went, I'm, we're, we're partying. Maybe he's drinking, maybe he's high or something like that. That's the vibe that I got. I mean, if he got paid, you know, good for him. I mean, everybody's getting paid on these types of sites, but uh, I got the vibe that he just kind of joined in. and was like, Oh shit. I hope my boss don't see this. Yeah. Oh, so I, I have the like impression that he is by himself because most of these cam sites are, it's just you by yourself. So I feel like he was doing some weird shit. Like who knows, maybe he's putting some stuff up his butt or something. But, oh, maybe yeah, I mean, you're right. The, the cam, the, the cam sites that, that was, if you watch, um, uh, the Tommy Lee, Pamela Anderson docuseries on Hulu, you learn, I didn't know this, the guy that eventually bought the tape from Tommy and Pammy was one of the early pioneers of the poor young guy, like in his mid to late twenties, one of the early pioneers of porn going digital. And he, he had set up, they called them cam girls and he had this big warehouse space and they were just divided off and had cameras in each one in a bedroom set. And they'd just be good looking girls on the camera and they would have a computer, you know, there that you could see people making comments and they're like, hi, yes, okay. And that was that was their office and his office was in the back. But he's the guy that, um, and then Seth Rogen, his character who steals the tape from Tommy, runs into this guy at some convention or, or something like that and just doesn't buy into it. He's like, no way. Because nobody knew what the internet was. Yeah. You know, that's how he got the idea to sell it on the internet. Because nobody would distribute it. And so talking, he's a pioneer, actually, of e-commerce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, so I'm reading more about this guy, and it, is, it looks like it's from the site, and it is a pay site to join, even though he says he didn't make any money. It's uh, L, LPSG.com, and it, it stands for Large Penis Support Group. Oh, I love that site. Yeah, oh, yeah. But um, it does say that he was performing for other men. So it seems like he was doing something alone. So maybe he's doing something. You know, what was the one with the "Is anyone up?" guy? Uh, what was that girl? This is like the butthole girl. One. Oh, the, the yeah, butthole girl. Yeah, what was she putting up there? It was like hairspray or something. Yeah, cones, like brushes, <laughs> hairspray, anything that he wanted her. But she put it up her butt, and he recorded her. She said secretly, but it was just those two talking. 
And then he posted, yeah, but then he posted it. This is what I picture. I picture that's what he's doing. It's kind of like a chat roulette kind of thing. He's just doing weird shit for other guys. And but it says that the the screenshots were sent to his bosses and his mom. So it's definitely some dude that that knows him. That's that's gay, which is kind of shitty um, to out somebody like that. He got set up. <laughs> yeah. It out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let's hear from our sponsors. Help you help your business get to the next level. And you do that by incorporating create graphics in there. Whether it's vehicle wraps, corporate events you might be having, interior, exterior events, graphic design and apparel. Create Graphics is a full-service graphics company that specializes in graphic design, wide format printing, and graphic installation. Excellent customer service where every project is going to get that one-on-one experience from start to finish. CreateGraphics.net. C-R-E-A-T-E-G-R-A-P-H-I-X.net. Or you can call 770-369-9962. 770-369-9962. Doing a new kitchen or bath? That's a big deal. So you want to make sure you're going to the right people when you're doing this project. One-stop shop's even better. UCI Kitchen and Bath, they're that. I'm not trying to dumb it down when I say one-stop shop. I'm saying they provide the installation, whatever you buy. You can visit their Norcross, Georgia showroom if you want. See all their latest designs, something that's going to look perfect in your house. And they've got experts there going to walk you through it step-by-step, right? You mentioned the BS, uh, mentioned the Bailey Show podcast. You're getting 10% off your regularly priced countertops. Now, UCI Kitchen and Bath has been Atlanta's number one cabinet, granite, and quartz fabricator and installer for the past 20 years. You can't deny that. But when you're not in Georgia. What's going to happen? Well, they're also servicing parts of Alabama, Tennessee, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Florida. You want to improve the property value of your house. Start with the kitchen and bath, UCI Kitchen and Bath. They're the best in the business, and they're going to do it. Fair prices, right? Quality of work, excellent service. That's what sets them apart. UCIGranite.com. That's their website, UCIGranite.com. Son of a bitch. I'll be loving you forever, just as long as you subscribe to The Bailey Show. Nobody is going to save you now. If you like what you hear, then get a full seven days a week plus of new content by subscribing. PodcastTheBS.com. It's better than radio. And back to you, Jason. All right, you got good, bad, and we'll finish out with the ugly. And the ugly. I got audio of the ugly, actually. Fuck the Mormons! Fuck the Mormons! Media largely ignores it. That was a short, short run cheer, but fuck the Mormons. University of Oregon uh, apologizes. Sorry for fans. Fuck the Mormons chant. At the game, it was offensive and disgraceful. They were playing, of course, BYU. Allegedly, this uh, BYU, of course, is is a Mormon school, and you know your Mormons go yeah, there. Brigham Young, yeah, Brigham Young, Steve Young, the grandchild, so on and so forth. So, um, I guess it's something started with a black volleyball player from BYU, like a sophomore or freshman, I think, said something. And it and it went and it it just went from there, uh, and then then that's where they get the chance. But th- some of these chants, like, I mean, I don't, I I I mean, it's not the it's it's not a it's not a good thing. I mean, it, it really makes you look silly when you're when you're saying this about an entire religion. <laughs> I mean, it's like yeah. I'm not going to argue with you. The Mormons can be fucking crazy, but I don't know if I want kids in my section at a football game saying fuck the Mormons. 
Uh, I just that just is a it's an ugly look to your school, and you know you're better than that, Oregon. But I will tell you that going to these high school football games because my daughter's you know cheerleader and stuff, some of the stuff that these kids say in the stands are it's it's like I don't remember kids being this aggressive with their their heckling and their chants, and it's not even fun heckling. Like you go to New York, you go to a Yankees game, you even go to a Red Sox game, where you go somewhere where there's somebody from Boston or New York. New Yorkers especially, New Yorkers know how to heckle. They're the best. New Yorkers, Philadelphia, uh, you Philly people, you're great, great hecklers, amazing yeah. hecklers. Uh, but you do it with uh, there's a certain way to do it, and even. Even the New Yorker, the hardest core of New York heckler, knows that there's a code. You don't you don't step over the code. You don't get too personal, if personal at all. You make it fun for people around you. You don't make it offensive because there's kids there. You know, you if you if you can't say it in front of an eight year old, then you shouldn't say it out loud and get people to chant it. Uh, that's my theory on it because it drives me insane that you can't take kids to sporting events, public events, because people are getting too drunk. They're fighting over the dumbest shit. And some of the stuff that they scream out loud, I don't think should be screamed in front of my kid. Like, it's not your job to scream fuck. I can scream fuck because it's my kid. I'm not going to scream it out loud. At home, I can scream it, but I can't, you know, I know it's 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 a catch-22, but that's just, that's my world. You shouldn't interfere in my world. That's the way that I see it. So this one... um, they, they had a chant, and I didn't understand what it meant, but they, there was a chant. They had a rivalry game, a rivalry game the other day, the other week, uh, and it's from a, like a rich, it's a nice, nice school, right? And, you know, some wealth, there's some wealth in that school, but there's some wealth in, in my daughter's school too. I mean, let's not, it's not that far off. And they're like, daddy's money. <laughs> daddy's money <laughs> and as funny of a chant as that is i'm going do you guys know where you go to school <laughs> right <laughs> and anybody that has daddy's money doesn't give a shit if you say that they're rich that they want you to say that <laughs> they're proud of it it's better than no money and i guess they now this one was funny uh the there's a kid at the other school that they they, they go off of other people's tiktok videos so they'll they'll scour like these kids will be internet sleuths, and they'll go through the TikTok videos from players from other schools, cheerleaders, kids, whatever, and try to find the most ridiculous shit. Then they'll share that amongst their friends, and then they'll come up with a game plan for the game. I mean, it's pretty hardcore, right? There was a guy that was like, I guess, humping a pillow or dancing with a pillow or doing something with a pillow, right? And they, they, uh, they had actually kids come dressed up as pillow boy. They're calling him pillow boy. <laughs> and they had like pillows on a stick. <laughs> they had the sides. Weird. And they're like, uh, you are pillow boy. But all the kids were in on it. I'm like, God almighty. <laughs> that poor kid on the other side is going, shit, man. Fucking TikTok. <laughs> fucking TikTok. 
by the rivalry school. I was like, it shouldn't have been fucking pillows on the internet, you dumbass. <laughs> Whatever you yeah. Well, that's like the new thing. Um, like uh, I went to Iowa State for a little bit in, in my home state, and they're, uh, you know, every bar, every college has like a bar stool, like subcategory. They have like uh, UGA bar stool or Florida bar stool or whatever. So the ISU bar stool, I can't remember who they were playing, but they had taken a video of the opposing team's quarterback, like you're, you, you were saying, of something he did when he was maybe in middle school. And he, maybe I think he dressed up like a girl and was wearing a wig and being all weird or whatever. But they took that and they edited it all funny and stuff. So, yeah, now they're now they're just online bullying. That's the new heckling. <laughs> well, is it bullying or is it taking what you've already put out there and turning it against you in the, in the name of in the, in the fun name of sport? Right. Because nobody's getting hurt. Like, I think that's pretty funny. That's just next. That's just next up. Because, like, you go back to pre-Internet days and you're going, OK, well. I heard a rumor that that person actually is half dragon, you know, whatever. Like nobody's going to believe you. No, no, yeah. no picture, no proof, no, no video, no proof. So now, holy shit. Did you see that dude's TikTok the other day? He actually breathed fire and he's got a dragon tail. He's half dragon. You know, you are dragon boy. Dun, 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 dun. You are dragon boy. Dun, dun. You know, so I think it's kind of funny. It's okay. So yeah. As long as you keep it within parameters. You can't yeah, say fuck the Mormons. That's not nice. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It uh, doesn't look good for your school. <laughs> it looks horrible for the school. <laughs> <laughs> and what they're going to do is the school, you know, this is how you get caught. And this has to make you feel stupid. You're at a football game. You're wrapped up in the game. You start in on this champ because everybody else is doing it. And you're a follower. You're not realizing that there's like 20 people to your left or to your right that have cameras on you. And then a week or two later, it's like these insurrectionists, right, that, that stormed the Capitol. Like, they didn't think that there was going to be any repercussions of it. Like, oh, you can't prove it. No, motherfucker, you were in a government building. There are cameras everywhere, you dumbass. <laughs> You've got, you know, and everybody apologizes afterwards, right? In the moment, you're not apologizing. You're right. You're justified. But when you get caught on camera, makes you feel really stupid, I can assume. Like, oh, <laughs> shit. You saw me humping the picture of the, you know, president on the wall or you know, like whatever. The, the, well, and it's funny because like even as adults, we still have kind of the same excuses we had as children. Like some of the insurrectionist guys that got charged when they testify and they asked them like why they did it. And they're like, well, everybody else was doing it. You know, mm -hmm. it's like the, the lamest excuse, but that, that's what you did when you were a kid. You're like, well, everybody else was doing it. I just joined in. <laughs> yeah. So kids, if you're listening, the older you get, nothing changes. Even though yeah. we say, you know, we try to teach you how to do these things, we still have never learned. Our parents never learned. We never learned. Hopefully you'll learn. Learn. And, you know, the children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. All right. Podcastabs.com. Details. Podcast and Pours 2. Halliversary. Tickets on sale now. Please buy your tickets. Take advantage of the early bird special. $40. That's going to go up to 50 here sooner than later. And you're going to be like, what the fuck? You know, um, I know a lot of people get paid tomorrow, so that'll be cool. You know, maybe that's what you're waiting for. I don't know. But whatever. Get any questions, feel free to reach out to any of us, more or less me, because Nate's going to be out of town, but uh, I'll sit there and answer any questions that you need. I've already answered a bunch of questions, so you can go on our social media and you can see some people of some stuff that they were uh, curious about and whatnot. Uh, also up on podcastbs.com, all of our social channels, please like, share, 
Uh, oh, if you are going to Podcast Imports too, there's an event on our Facebook page. Say that you're going, please. Uh, just yeah, just kind of like to see. I, I'm addicted to these numbers. Addicted, addicted to looking at everything, just because I can. And uh, so, uh, top three, our playlists are up on the website. Our merch store is up over there. We've got Halloversary merch available. Uh, on the merch store. So if you want to buy that and take, I don't know if they still have the 25% off or not, but uh, either way, the Halloversary stuff is up there. Take advantage of that. All right, Nate, you got anything before we get out? Oregon, you missed out on a better chant. Duck the Mormons. Duck the Mormons. Oh, that's <laughs> clever. And you could have got away with that, right? You just a little slap on the wrist. Right? Don't go to that school. They're not thinkers. No, that's great. Duck the Mormons. Quack, 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 quack. Duck the Mormons. Quack, 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 quack. Yeah, and then you could do like little bills with your hands for clapping. Quack, quack, yeah. quack, quack, quack. Little baby gators. <laughs> quack, 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 quack. <laughs> You're idiots, Oregon. You're fucking stupid. <laughs> All right, thanks for the support. Appreciate you listening. Can't wait to see you at Halliversary. Have yourself a great, safe, fresh day. Yeah, bye. Get off my lawn. It's old man Kevin and the BS is done for right now. Please share, like, and support. Podcastthebs.com. It's better than radio. Now, get out of here.